and welcome to BiblioChat. I'm your host, Forrest Robot. On this episode, I'd like to go into further detail about Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, and look at some specific exchanges between the characters and how these exchanges reflect Shakespeare's thoughts about the colonizer and the colonized. The principal characters are Prospero and Miranda, who who represent the colonizers, and Caliban and Ariel, who represent the colonized. So we'll look at how these characters interact with each other and how these interactions reflect the process of being colonized. All coming up on this episode. So Act 1 sets up the relationship between the colonizer and the colonized. And there's exchanges between four characters, two of them representing the colonized and the other two representing the colonizer. And there's a fifth character within them, which is important also, Syncorax, who is the mother of the colonized characters, Caliban and Ariel. So after performing tasks for Prospero, Ariel says, Is there more toil? Since thou dost give me pains, let me remember what thee has promised, which is not yet performed to me. Prospero, how now, Moody? What is it thou can demand? Ariel, my liberty. Prospero, before the time be out, no more. Dost thou forget from what torment I did free thee? So the simple exchange reveals Prospero's commanding behavior as the colonizer. And what's important in the next exchange is that he, he justifies Ariel's servitude by saying that he freed her from the torment of Sycorax. Prospero says, Before the time be out, no more. Dost thou forget from what torment I did free thee? Sycorax, this blue-eyed hag, was hither brought with child, and here was left by the sailors. Thou, my slave, as thou reportest thyself, was then her servant, and for thou wast a spirit too delicate to act her earthy and abhorred commands. Refusing her grand hests, she did confine thee by help of her more potent ministers, and in her most unmitigable rage she imprisoned thou into a cloven pine, and didst thou painfully remain a dozen years. It was my art, when I arrived and heard thee, that opened the pine and let thee out. Ariel, that's my noble master. What shall I do? Say what? What shall I do? So what's interesting about this exchange is Ariel asks for her liberty, and Prospero rejects her commands, and he justifies his arrival by manipulating the ancestral history of Ariel. And he has to have a reason for commanding Ariel, which he does so by saying that Ariel's mother, Syncorax, who is a rightful native of the island, enslaved Ariel, and he freed her. And I'd like to go to continue on uh, an exchange which takes place shortly after between Caliban and Prospero. And Caliban, like Ariel, is very frustrated with this servitude impressed upon him by by um, Prospero, and he describes how at first their relationship was amicable, but as Prospero eventually enslaves Caliban, he grows very frustrated 
in this rule. So Caliban says, This island's mine by Sycorax, my mother, which thou takest from me. When thou camest first, thou strokest me, and made much of me, would give me water with berries in it, and teach me how to name the bigger light and how the less, that burn by day and night. And then I loved thee, and showed thee all of the qualities of the isle, their fresh springs, brine pits, barren place, and fertile. Curse be that I did so, all the charms of Sycorax light on you, for I am all these subjects that you have, which first was my own king, and here you stymie in this hard rock while you do keep me from the rest of the island. So those first lines, Caliban is explaining that this land is his, is rightfully his. And this is his land because he was born there and his mother was an inhabitant, his mother, Sycorax, was the inhabitant of the island. And it's Prospero's rejection of this lineage that really frustrates Caliban. And this is an important concept in the in the process of being sub, of being invaded and subjugated is the colonizer's rejection of the inhabitants' rightful claim to their own land. And there's one more exchange I'd like to highlight. And the concept of language. Language is very important in this relationship between the colonizer and the colonized. Where the colonizer learning the language of the colonized is that like cult- just, you know, cultural exchange or is the colonized subjugating themselves further by learning the language of the colonizer? So this is what Miranda says to Caliban. A borrowed slave, which any print of goodness will not take, being capable of all ill I pitied thee, took pains to make thee speak, taught thee each hour one thing or other, when thou didst not savage, know thy own meaning, but would gabble like a thing most brutish, I endowed thy purposes with words that made them known. But thy vile race thou didst learn had that in it which good natures could not abide to be with. Therefore wast thou deservedly confined into this rock, who hadst deserved more than a prison. Caliban, you taught me language, and my profit on it is I know how to curse. The red plague rid you for learning me your language. So these are, this is how Shakespeare understood the process of subjugation that was taking place with Western European nations and native populations. Next episode, I'd like to look at another author who explores colonization, Walter Scott's Ivanhoe, and how he constructs a story that explores the process of being colonized. Thank you for listening.